You're listening to G4D, Grounds for Discussion, a weekly music podcast hosted by your two most caffeinated hosts, Adam and John. So sit back, relax, pour yourself a cup of coffee, and enjoy the following episode. Hey everyone, this week's episode of Grounds for Discussion is brought to you by Holiday Inn Resort, Orlando Suites, and Water Park, Terror at the Inn. The Mummy's Curse! A long-lost Egyptian crypt has been unearthed. Join the expedition to bring an ancient world of gods and monsters back to life. Will you be able to survive the Mummy's Curse? This Halloween season, bring the family and visit Orlando's newest haunted attraction, Terror at the Inn, The Mummy's Curse. Select nights through October. Visit terroratheinn.com for more details. Ooh, I hope they have coffee too. I hope Brandon Fraser's there too. Oh, it would have been better if he'd gotten his cup of coffee. I think so. I believe they do serve coffee at the uh, Holiday Inn though. Mm, that's my kind of hotel then. Yeah, we'll have to check it out. Mm. Wait a second. I think I know this song. Oh yeah? Yeah. Um no no, no don't don't tell me. Oh yeah! Puff Daddy! No? No. Yeah, it, it is Puff Daddy. He goes, uh-huh, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah. For like five minutes straight. Don't you remember? Oh. You look really disappointed at me right now. Just as disappointed as Godzilla was. Mama, gotta start this show. We gotta start this show. Gotta start this show, Mama. Oh boy, we are in for a good one, buddy. Oh lord, we are in for a really, really good show. Oh man, oh man, I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. This is one of those shows where the night before I was thinking about like, mm, should I say that? Should I say that? You know what? Let me say that. And now, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'd be really, really good. I was just running through all the options in my head because, man, is this another great episode of Grounds for Discussion. discussion. He's Adam. I'm John. And we are your two most caffeinated hosts here to bring Whoa. you a weekly album review. And this week, we'll be reviewing the latest album from Greta Van Fleet Ugh. with the album Anthem of the Peaceful Army. Yes. <laughs> I don't, I don't yes, know Mr. Nixon. <laughs> Handful of the Peaceful Army. <laughs> Isn't that Kennedy? Kennedy? Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. And then after that, we're going to talk about some news. <laughs> and then maybe some new music you should also check out. All in all, a really great show. Heck yes. Heck yes. 
I don't know why I did my NPR voice so soon. Usually that happens after I've had a lot more coffee. Oh my god, we're gonna need coffee for this one. Mm. Yeah, we're drinking some mm. pretty damn good cold brew, if I do say so. Yes, I, I do say so. Thank you so much, sir. Cheers to you. You're welcome. I finally got to open the Panther coffee that I got when I was in Miami a couple months ago. Isn't it so great? It makes amazing cold brew. I wish there was a Panther coffee up here in Orlando. I really oh, do. Interesting how, you how, say that. Oh, 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 yeah? Well, there is a coffee place. I haven't checked it out yet, but I've heard about it. It is called Paloma Coffee. Paloma Coffee. Okay. It's over we're... in Windermere, and they brew Panther coffee there. Oh, nice. So we're going to have to go make them a little visit. Ooh, nice. See, I love those kind of areas of Orlando that are really up and coming and offer cool little finds like that. Isn't there also... You know what? No, that's not Wintermere. That's Winter Garden has... That's Axum. Axum. That's yep. right. That's right. That's always my goal. Anywhere I go, I always have to check out the local coffee places. Oh, yes. I even did that when I was on vacation recently. I just can't help myself, you know? Because there's just so much good coffee out there. I know, man. So much good stuff. Mm. And this is... Yeah, to, to further elaborate on your point... This might be the best cold brew you've ever made. Wow. Thanks, man. You just get better and better with it. Thank you. That's not knocking the cold brew that you've made before, by the hey, way. I, should, I must clarify that. Your other cold so brew that like, you've made has been great. I don't know. It just tastes very flavorful. Mm. I don't know what I did. I didn't really do anything different this time. I mean, sometimes just the beans, I guess. It's right? definitely the beans. Yeah. I've almost been afraid to make cold brew at my house because mm. I'm afraid that it won't be as good as you make it. Well... I'll have to maybe make a video just how I do my cold brew. I, I, I did that over this weekend on Facebook. You know what? I think that's a good idea. I did it on Facebook Live this weekend. Yeah, you did. I liked yeah. that video quite a bit. Thanks. Plus, we got to see those guns. Oh, yeah. You know. Been, been working out, buddy. I'm trying to. Yeah, I know. It's it's tough. It's Ooh. very, very tough. Who has time these days? Am I right? Yeah. no, Nobody has time these days. Mm-mm. You know, between work stuff and any other stuff out there, you know, you just, who has the time? Yep. Who has the time? No nobody. One. Nobody has the time. But thank you, listener, for making time for us. Yes, thank you. Because we love you guys. We love all of you out there. And we are going to keep on doing what we do. And Adam, I really don't have too much else to say. I can tell you're excited. I know I'm excited. Is there anything else you want to give to the beautiful people out there before we dive into our review? Nope. (laughs) Can't think of anything. Okay. so I think it's time we start talking about... Led Zeppelin Five, <laughs> Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, you're gonna hear us reference Led Zeppelin quite a lot on this. Maybe review. just classic rock in general. Yes, classic rock in general. So Greta Van Fleet, they are a band made up mostly of brothers. I think there's three brothers in the band. Two and... twins, one brother. Oh, okay. Two mm-hmm. twins, one brother. Okay, good. And they come from Frankenmuth, Michigan. Oh, as all good classic rock bands do. As they do, as they do. There are Frankenmuth, Frankenmuth. Yeah, Frankenmuth is the name. Frankenstein of music genres. Ah. Oh, yeah, they're kind of a mix of you know that old school rock and roll blues. Yeah, and it probably should be also be noted that the youngest person in this band is 19 years old. The yes. oldest is around 22. So these guys are super young. Super young. Super, super young. And they've been going on this crazy tour circuit now, coming off of a you know EP that got them a lot of traction. They now have finally dropped their debut album and have been really promoting it. They're gonna, they've been touring recently, and they're going to be touring into next year. They're actually going to be coming here to Orlando next year. They've played a couple music festivals already. Yep, they have. And they've actually been getting a lot of good buzz around their live performances. And a lot of people have been saying that they've been really, really good great to see live it's come my friends one of my friends saw them he said it was kind of like a throwback to a different era okay but is that a good thing well let's find out (laughs) so like i said this is their first album anthem of the peaceful army Mm -hmm. and i know how i feel about it i'm very excited (laughs) to see how (laughs) mr adam right across from me feels about it all right so it should be noted for those of you who do not know who this band is or have no idea who we are talking about. This band has been compared heavily, heavily to Led Zeppelin. Yes. In their lyrics, the music style, the vocal ranges, 
the fills, the guitar playing, the bass playing, mm-hmm. stage presence. Mm-hmm. The outfits that they wear on stage. Dressing, yep. Their recent tour poster. Everything points to basically Led Zeppelin. So yes. what did I think of this first album that was not trying to be a Led Zeppelin album, but it was? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whenever I, I you feel start like... off a review like that, I know I'm in for a treat. I don't know. I don't want to be that guy that trashes this, but like, I laughed a lot in this album. I could not take myself seriously in this album. And I don't th- and I think this band takes themselves too ser- seriously. When you're playing this kind of style, when you're playing this kind of thing, like have some fun with it. I don't it doesn't sound fun to me. It doesn't sound natural to me. It just sounds like a blatant ripoff. Mm-hmm. They don't put their spin onto it. There's no difference. They're just, wow, we're 22 and we're pretty decent at our instruments and we sound like Led Zeppelin. That's all that I got from this. I didn't, it needs something else. So I think, you know, we agree quite a bit on our shows. And I tried to do a lot of bit of research, probably more so than any other band that we've covered, because I wanted to avoid saying those exact things i know and And, i feel bad saying it but it's just like you can't listen to it and not think it yeah it's it's true those comparisons have been there since their previous ep and they're not going away anytime soon it seems like every once in a while i don't know maybe every let's just say 10 years or something like that we have a new rock revival band that comes out and it's interesting too because it's around that time where Music is progressively changing. What's popular is still, you know, changing. And then we get this, like, kind of like this band that just brings, like, that classic rock kind of feel. We had it with The Darkness. Jet. Wolf Mother. Wolf Mother, yep. yep. I think even Louis the Fourteenth or whatever they're called. Like Franz Ferdinand. Franz Ferdinand, yeah. But kind of like old school, like, okay, rock is still there kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I, would you even count? I don't know if you would count Muse in there. Probably not, No, right? I'm thinking more like glam rock kind of flash just guitar bass drums like that kind of style okay you're absolutely right sir and you took the words right out of my mouth that's exactly what this is and my problem with those kind of bands is that sure they might have hits they might sell out concerts they might get a lot of traction and a lot of buzz from a lot of people but guess what they don't have staying power it's it's a fad it's a fad because they are trying to replicate the music that is so well known and beloved already that there's no music that they're putting out that's evolving beyond that right and now we're you know just for the sake of argument now we're two albums in with this band and they don't show any signs of really offering more than what their contemporaries have and I know it's tough because it makes it sound like I'm not even giving this band a chance right off the bat. But to your point, not only do they treat what they do very, very seriously, the things that they sing about, the styles that are there are just pastiches of what we've heard before. Yeah. And also, too, they're 22 years old. Mm-hmm. You know, it, they're they're not going to be writing soliloquies per se. Not that a person's age can define how they write their music, but when you're playing this kind of like classic rock style, there's certain tropes and cliches that you kind of have to throw in there, and they definitely bank on that. There are a lot of cliches. There are a lot of younger artists than them that write more intelligent, thought-out kind of lyrics, but also, too, it's a different audience. Yeah, it's like... To, to, to the point about lyrics, at one point there's a lyric on the album that goes, all my brothers who stand up for the peace of the land. The response that they had to that lyrics, like, you know, what that represents was, quote, I guess it's subject to interpretation, but I think the initial idea with that was, as brothers, we stand for the peace of land, and that was for the good of the earth and for man, end quote. <laughs> he just said the song lyric again. Exactly. And that's my biggest problem here is that 
the lyrical content of this album is probably a bigger gripe for me. It's a, it's very cringeworthy. Yes, it is. Is probably a bigger gripe for me than them sounding like Led Zeppelin because hmm. the lyrics that are there are not only filled with cliches and are trying to sound like the bands that they obviously idolize, they don't have a really deeper meaning. Well, also, too, when you're idolizing those kinds of bands, that's what they sang about back in the day. But they actually were able to... They were actually convincing and doing it, though. Well, well, yeah, because the lyrics were more thought out and a little more... I think, too, there's so there's a little ageism behind it, too, I feel like. Like, there are some Led Zeppelin songs that have probably, lyric-wise, aged pretty badly. Yes. But they balanced it with other things, too. They yeah. had the folklore. They had the mystery, you know, kind of thing. There was there were songs about, oh, go to sleep with this woman tonight and do lots of drugs. I want to be your back door, man. Right, exactly. But they balanced it with, like, other things, like Ramble On, for instance, which is pretty much about Lord of the Rings or, like... Mm-hmm. I'm going to hate to say this, but Stairway to Heaven. Yes. You know, Immigrant Song, which is about a Viking war. Like, there's other things that keep it interesting. It's not the same stuff over and over. And every song on this album just sounds like the same thing over and over again. It just sounds like he's trying to write lyrics that are out of the scope of his age. Yes. And when you start singing about things like mama and stuff like that, like calling your girl mama and whatnot, nobody says that these days. Yeah, a known 22-year-old is calling his girlfriend mama. Yeah, and I can guarantee you in his own personal life, he's not calling his own girlfriend that either. Like, don't use terminology or phrases that Led Zeppelin used. Yeah. That was in the 70s. We are now, what, 2018? Right. Like, that's just trying a bit too hard for me. And it just really isn't authentic. That, that, that's the biggest problem with this album. It's not authentic. No, it's it it's really really not. And if you can't back up what you're doing with some kind of conviction, both from a, you know, analytical perspective or a performance perspective, then it just rings very hollow to me, very false to me. It's just like I don't know who to blame more for this overall, you know, perception that they've been given about being saviors of classic rock good old-fashioned rock and roll well it's because saviors well it's because they're young it's Mm. because they write very similarly to led zeppelin they i will say they are all talented they all know how to play their instruments they know how to write a good riff yes yes they 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 know how to play (laughs) but at the same also we could also argue you know led zeppelin ripped off every other blues artist before them so this is almost full circle again so it was bound to happen in some way and form and you you hit, you hit my next point here. You and I are on the same page here, man. <laughs> that is the only argument that I feel like people can have for this band. However, I will say the only thing that Led Zeppelin could say in their defense was that they put their own mark on that music. They might have taken a blues song, took the structure, pretty much took like, you know. Note the, for note. Yeah, yeah <laughs> pretty much took it note for note. But it wasn't a flat-out cover, and I understand right. that none of these songs on this on these albums that they've done are covers. Oh. <laughs> but <laughs> but I, I the song "Lover Lever." Yes, that's a whole lot of love. Yes, you, like you heard it right. I when, like when the curtain falls is essentially when the levy breaks. <laughs> yep, you pointed I mean, that out to me the other but day. Like, Lover Lever literally like the main riff in it, it sounds like dun 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 like the bass is like doing all those notes. It just oh, it bothered me a lot. Yeah, it's like it's ambitious to want to be like one of the biggest rock bands of all time. And in theory, they have the talent to maybe do that. They just don't have they're just not earning it. Right. And it, also to your point. They need something to keep them going. You can't do another album like this again. No. Like how many more, like strong structurally wise, the songs are pretty much laid out mostly the same. Yeah. Little guitar intro. Everyone comes in. Mm -hmm. Vocals. 
little solo blips and blurbs. Like it's very structured, you know, the same. They don't add variety to their songs, lyrics, or the instruments. Yeah, it's they like, switch it up a little bit with acoustic guitars here and there, but even those sound like bad Led Zeppelin ballads. Yeah. And it's not only just Led Zeppelin that they replicate as well. There's hints of cream. Mm-hmm. There's hints of like Janis Joplin with the lead singer and his voice. Yeah. He's got fantastic range, but tries to do these things at points with his voice where it's like, no, you, you, don't, you don't need to do that. You don't need to go like, wah, 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 wah. I'm, I'm going to call it now before it happens. He is definitely going to get vocal surgery at some point if he continues to sing like that and not properly sing the screaming parts obviously not wishing anything bad no 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 i'm just saying like you can hear like it's very like throaty yes and when if you sing with your throat like that you are going to have problems um let that's let's um event sevenfold for instance Mm -hmm. that guy he's what's his name m m night Shyamalan or something (laughs) m shadows that's right yeah (laughs) big difference right there (laughs) right it's a sevenfold with a twist but you can hear that like it's very forced. It's very heavy. It's coming through the throat, and he's had multiple surgeries. Like, protect your voice, man. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's admirable to want to try and reach those heights, and maybe they're just, maybe they're just trying to be as bright as they can right now. And when they burn out, fine. Who cares? Well, we had our time. Right. We had our moment in the sun. We made our money. You know, we we hooked up with all these girls on the tour. Right. But also, too, you know, all those older bands we just talked about, you know, Franz Ferdinand, Wolf Mother, who else do we say? Uh, the Darkness. The Darkness. They're not, they're not really doing much anymore. No. It's because that fad came and went, and they yeah. played their circuits, they did their time, and they couldn't evolve their sound to anything from what they were doing. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing is going to happen to Greta Van Fleet if they don't come out of this in another way. Yeah. And there's one song in here, Adam, that I just, like... I know, we, I know we've already touched upon the lyrics, but for me, it was just the purest example that I think of with this band ringing really hollow to me, and that was the song Mountain of the Sun. <laughs> um, like, there are some lyrics in there that are just so cliche. What's the one about taking the family ox oh, on a journey? Oh, that, that too. <laughs> that too. Oh, and then what about the, the New Day? talking about him watching a child grow in a garden seeing her bloom into a woman oh right yeah that was just creepy man yeah i just i was like i'm sure a lot of people are gonna see see, hear that song and not hear the underlining creepy sexual uh, subtext to it yeah but i listened to it and i was just like no this is like this isn't even like bad for now it's not even like bad for like the 1970s this is just bad lyrics the lyrics are written like a 40 year old led zeppelin cover band that plays like an open mic bar Mm -hmm. like a like a dirt bar (laughs) well i i know they got their start there so like in doing my research about this band they've earned where they are now and i understand that they have their right but also too from that well yeah that's pretty much where it all came from all these people who are like they don't make rock music like they used to. Wow, look at these 22-year-olds. They're saving rock music, brah. Mm. Like, that's, this is, that is the demographic they're going for. Hey, I mean, look. Which is fine and dandy, yeah. and if you like it, that's great. But, I, I don't know, you and I are, it's not enjoyable to me. Like, not. it's not that it's not enjoyable. It's just like, I'm trying to find positive things to say about it, but I can't because it's just like my brain just goes, this is a Led Zeppelin ripoff. And as much as I don't want to compare bands to other bands, it just it just feels like very gimmicky of them to try to like force it. It feels very forced. It's not the worst album I've heard this year. No, this is true. There's are, there are good guitar solos. There's good song structure in it. It just the it's sound. Just, it's like there, there's two school of thoughts with this band right now there's one where it's oh they're just a led zeppelin cover band and then there's the other like oh they're bringing back the good old rock and roll who cares and if you're the latter i'm not gonna knock you i get it i love led zeppelin rush uh let's see cream love cream oh my god jack bruce yeah ginger Uh, baker yeah like eric clapton come on eric Eric clapton any of his stuff Dwayne allman i was 
grew into some really great Dwayne Almond stuff when I went up to New Jersey recently with my dad. It was just so, so good. Yeah. Like, you know, there's so much great classic rock music out there. It's not an aversion to that. It's just that if you're going to go that route, you can't offer the same thing that they did because you're going to fall into one of two traps, either one sounding too desperately to try and recreate what they did or two sounding like a pastiche. Right. And they do both somehow. Well, because, they do both. You're well, right. It's funny. Well, like I said, the artwork, the dress, the style, like they literally want, keep saying that we're not Led Zeppelin. We're separating ourselves. We don't, but the guy sings like it. They dress like it. They, it's basically a throwback. And, and I think maybe part of the blame too is management and the label and all that. They, they are trying to strike while that iron is hot. Oh, of course. I mean, we're talking about it. It promotes discussion, you know, all this fun stuff. But at the same time, there needs to be a longevity plan if they want to continue. And I just don't see that at this point. Look, I am not going to root for a band's lack of success or, you know, them not having a successful future down the line. And I'm not even hating on the success that they have right now. No, it's, I mean, it says something. Yeah. Hey, good for you guys. You're going out there. Like these are young guys at this point who are going out, living the rock and roll lifestyle. Like, quite frankly, I'm a little bit jealous. That sounds like fun. I wish I could have done that when I was 22. Yeah. Like not even trying to joke around, not even playing around. Like them doing that, you guys found the right thing you found the right audience you know because at the end of the day the joke's on us because you're selling out stadiums yeah and you two million have, followers on spotify yeah like you guys have found you found a niche it worked and it and it worked hey look great but but my biggest problem with something like this even beyond everything that we've talked about is that this further illustrates that modern music on bigger labels don't really care about creativity this is about capitalizing on nostalgia this is about embracing an audience that wants things the way that they knew them to be. And this is the kind of stuff that stifles music creativity. And I'm sure that's even happening to them as well. Mm -hmm. If these guys put out another album like this, the next go around, you will see a dip in interest. I guarantee it. And that's not me rooting for failure. Again, I cannot stress that enough. But I just think... That once this nice little gleam of them being this rock revival band, being this band of stuff that I grew up with and all that, it will go away. It will absolutely go away. And if you're a fan of the band and you love all this stuff that they've done, you as a fan should want more from them too. Because classic rock is classic rock for a reason. Because it didn't have to copy all the things before. It took plenty of influences. Led Zeppelin absolutely practically took those blues songs and and made them their own. And that's the difference. They're not making music that is their own. They're making music that's somebody else. And I don't want this kind of lack of creativity being rewarded. I really hope... Really, really hope, Adam, this doesn't start a trend moving forward because, hey, I would love a great classic sounding rock band to come back and bring back this revival. We talk about it all the time. You know, there's not really true bands anymore. A lot of music in general has a lot more electronic elements. You know, a lot of people say like people just don't play instruments anymore. Fine. I get it. But at the same time, there are. They just don't sound like this. I, I, I'm i over that argument, personally, as I'm sure you are as well. Oh, yes, yeah. It really comes down to people just not having an open mind. Mm-hmm. Yep. And I can't sit back 
and reward a band for taking the easy street here. And I, it's just so frustrating to see people like if you like them and you fully accept their faults and you know, whatever, it gives me the vibe that I want. Fine. Great. But don't try and sit there and tell me that this is the future of rock and roll. Don't try and sit there and tell me that this is good for music because it's not. It never is. No music should ever try and recycle what has been done before. Taking influences, great. Make it it your own. But it should never be regurgitated because it ends up just being a lesser version of the music that came before it. And that's my big rant about that. So final thoughts there. <laughs> you pretty much said everything there. What would you uh what would you rate this sucker? Okay. So sorry if I went off a little bit there. You're but, good, fam. but but you get what I'm saying though. No, the, I get what you're the, saying. The, the bigger picture of these kind of bands really bothers me because Well that's what they do. They come in when things are different, when things are not what they used to be. They come in, they do a little swoop, sell out a couple concerts. Yep. Do what they need to do, and then they slowly disappear where they came from. And then it happens again in another ten years or so. Yep. Yep. We we've had all the other bands we mentioned before. They had their moment in the spotlight, and now they're no longer re- relevant. And if you're a genuine huge fan of Greta Van Fleet, you should want them to step their game up too. If you want to still be going to see shows of them ten years later. I hmm, I went back and forth on my rating on this because. You brought up a good point. They are very talented. Lead singer has great vocal range, even though I think to your point, he's doing some things that aren't going to be great for his vocal cords down the line. He can Mm -hmm. get away with doing it at 22, but I don't know if he could get away with doing it at 32. Yeah. Um, Even if he was doing some kind of like Janis Joplin type singing styles here and there too. I also think that there's some good solos and for all the bashing that i've done there were a couple points where it's like okay this is this is kind of cool i'm kind of kind of grooving to this but the biggest thing that takes me under is the lyrics more so than them sounding like led zeppelin you can't write lyrics like you do on this album in 2018 it's not 1970s it's not the 1970s anymore all right it's not woodstock it's not all peace and love woodstock is coming back Mm. (laughs) I guarantee you there will, there'll be one of the headliners. Headline, oh, thank God, yeah, they will be. And I understand there'll be plenty of people that will not look at it the way I do and just enjoy it for what it is. And you know what? God bless you. God bless you. But for me, when I listen to something like this, I just want to go back and listen to Led Zeppelin and all the originals. Because at the end of the day, yes, the criticism of them being a cover band has been overused and played to death but it's it's really true because a cover band essentially is a band that's recapturing music from a different time era and that's what these guys are doing and the final thing I'll say before I give my rating here is that even Robert Plant has acknowledged these guys sounding like them I don't think Robert Plant really cares I think he was just kind of like yeah it's bound to happen but at the same time, if even the lead singer of the actual band realizes that there's like 100% similarities between the original source material and this new band, why, why do you want that? Like, why is that a good thing? Well, Robert Plant never really wanted to do that whole thing. He's wanted to make a country career, really. Well, yeah, that's that's true. But still, like, I'd be kind of embarrassed to meet my heroes. Because I meet my hero and be like, hey, you're a big influence of mine. So big that I'm trying to literally copy what you did. Like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I'd feel a little awkward meeting them. Yeah. You know, I just, why not aspire to do more? I, that I just don't get. I, I really, really don't. But uh, I'll, I'll wrap it up here. I, I, I think I've decided what I want to give it. And I, if there's any Greta Fan Fleet fans out there listening to us and, and, Audience member number six, I'm sure you're listening to this, <laughs> ready, ready to flip out on us. But I'm, I'm giving it a leave it. Ooh. I, I'm, I'm sorry. I, 
I don't have any desire to ever come back to this. Yeah. It I almost gave it a stream it based on talent alone because and that's not a backdoor like that's not a backhanded compliment. Thinking of backdoor from the <laughs> the uh, earlier Led Zeppelin lyric that I sang. Um it's not a backhanded compliment. They really are extremely talented guys. But they're using that not to the full use of their ability. You know, I quote, you know, superheroes stuff all the time. With great power comes great responsibility. Mm-hmm. And right now, they are not using their power responsibly. And I think, I'm hoping, I hope for these guys, for the sake of... Ultimately, for them, they come back on their next album and offer something different. I'm not saying it has to be experimental and, you know, we need some, like, jungle chants and some, you know, like, crazy abstract, the book style, you know, experimental, iliatoric music. I just need something more than this. And for the love of God, write lyrics that are true to your own age. The one, the one thing that I thought was really telling about this album, too, was that they recorded this for, like, two weeks straight in between touring. And that just is very telling for me, too, because it's like, yeah, this, this album needed more time to really fine-tune. Because the first half has more energy than the second half. It really peters out towards the end. Yeah, they, it sounds like they gave up. It It, it, it does. And, 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 and that's a shame. The, the singles are definitely front-loaded on this album. I, I just... I, I'm sorry if I'm rambling. I, I have a lot of thoughts about this. And I won't blame anybody for liking it. But I'm not just going to like something because it recreates a sound of a previous band. They have to do more. Sorry. That's just me. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, bro. I, no. I, didn't, I didn't mean to go on a like, you know, <laughs> a, a huge monologue there. No, I just, I'm, I felt very passionate, probably more so than any other album that I've listened to in a while. Yeah, it's, it's frustrating. I feel frustrated listening to this. I'm frustrated that this will do well. I'm frustrated that people accept this. I, you know, as times grow and music becomes so different, it's okay to live in the past a little bit. That's why we go to all these classic records. That's why they've stood the test of time, because something they did different made it a classic. And this album is not a classic in any way, shape, or form, because it just borrows so much from everything, and there's no different spin on it. Like, you could argue that Led Zeppelin ripped off every blues artist and their mother. They did. They ripped off popular music, too. That you know, trampled underfoot is basically superstitious, but they did so in a different way. It's catchy. It's fun. It, there's something new and different that it offers. This doesn't do anything for that. And the Zeppelin critique just keeps going. And, you know, even Zeppelin experimented a little bit. If these last two albums from Greta Van Fleet are any indication, there is no room for experimentation for them. I don't think they're going to do something like a physical graffiti album where, they balanced, you know, acoustic, experimental, hard rock. I think that's the way that Greta Van Fleet should go, but their next album is not going to be like that. It's going to be very, very similar to what this is because they borrow so much, because they rely on so much of that gimmick. And that's what I feel like this album is to me. It's just it's just a gimmick. Mm-hmm. It's like they'll eat for those people who are like, wow, I wish they made rock music like they used to. Like, how, like those old record stores that are just like, you know, run by like older dudes who are just like rock music, man. Like, I sell this other stuff, but it's all about rock music, man. Like, they're going to love this album. Mm-hmm. It has an audience. And they do. They do. And I would agree with you on the leave it part. It's just like, ugh, I can't. <laughs> it's yes, they are talented. Yes, they are good at their instruments. But at the end of the day, I need something more. And their audience deserves something more. It's one thing to be critiqued to Led Zeppelin, but a lot of bands get critiqued to Led Zeppelin. They just sound exactly like them, and it's just I can't get over it. I, I and and I and I completely agree with that sentiment too. It's like listening to this album felt 
like a it was a struggle yeah it was it was definitely and a it struggle. was mostly the vocals just because it was really really like screechy and like forced there was one song where he's like you can be my soldier i think was the chorus um lyric and he he at the end the soldier would go arr, 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 like he like yeah it was like, just like ugh. yeah it it just it it just sounded awkward and then you get what he's going for but it's like you are not robert plant yeah you are a terrific vocalist i'm not even trying to say that but you don't have to do that and i think the other problem lies in if they did not try to emulate that zeppelin style it would just sound like another generic bar band mm-hmm. and because they have the zeppelin thing going through them so strong it differentiates them from other bar bands and look i get it there's gonna be plenty of people that will not look at it that way they're they are going to be happy with what they got yes on this album. oh for sure yeah people are gonna this album is going to do very well Yes, it will. And I'm sure the Orlando show is going to sell out and everything. Yep. Like, hey, great. You know what? I'm, I'm never going to tell people what they can and can't listen to. But I do know that the best music that stands the test of time is not music that copies other people. Is not music that is pastiches of other bands. Sorry, it's just not. If you just like this band because they recreate a sound, well, that just sounds like a really disposable band. Yeah. Like, I I don't get it. I don't get the people who make the excuses behind this band. If you like it and you like it at a surface level, then fine. But there's nothing else beyond that surface level. It's, hey, this band sounds like my old band side. Like, cool. Yeah. That's it. Like, come, come on, man. If you want to listen to classic rock, play the old records. There's a reason why they're classic rock records. Yeah. Ugh, probably much cheaper than this one, too. <laughs> Ugh. All right, well, I'm getting a headache talking about Greta Van Fleet, so <laughs> let's move on to news. Splash! Ah! Ooh. Woof. Woof. Oof. And actually, we have a news flash that's just right off the presses. <laughs> this just in, Vitamin Please record of the month for the month of oh, November yeah. will be Queen, Queen, A Night at the Opera. Yes, sir. Probably in tie with the movie. Oh, yeah. Good hey, timing. that's synergy right there. Hey, there you go. That's That synchronizes backward overflow. Wow. Yeah. Did that's you... my favorite police album, Synergy. <laughs> How many change-ups does Stuart Copeland have on that album? <laughs> oh, my God. We need to watch. I have the the DVD of when they got back together and they played live, and there's, like, a behind-the-scenes, like, hour-long mm-hmm. documentary about it. Mm-hmm. And let me just tell you, the police do love the C-word. <laughs> <laughs> They're just calling each other C-words left and right. Yeah, I could see it. He's like... Stuart Copeland, that's like the best lines. He's like, I, I can see they, it. they interview Sting and he's like, yeah, I'm really happy, you know, I'm getting the band back together and like we're all playing together and it's going really well rehearsal and Stuart goes to Stuart Copeland and he's like, the bass player is telling the drummer what to do? I don't think so. And Andy Summers just kind of just chilling like, ow, every breath you take hurts my hand. It's a big stretch. <laughs> And like, yeah, we need to watch it. It's great. I think Les Claypool said the same thing about Stuart Copeland. That he was like probably the most difficult drummer he's ever worked with. I don't know what the exact quote is, but it's something along those lines. So mm-hmm. I'm, I'm paraphrasing, but it makes sense when you listen to that <laughs> album especially. Oh, Lord. Oh, good stuff. Good stuff, buddy. You want to know what else is really good stuff? Tell me. Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> Was that was the one we're starting with. Oh Lord! Yeah, he was. There was a Lakers game the other week, and they were uh, playing the Rockets. They sure were. Sports go sports, and they kicked out Anthony Kiedis for starting a fight and instigating and flipping off one of the players. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> I bet he didn't want to feel like he did that day. Ooh, I kicked out the Lakers game. Ooh, I kicked out the Lakers game. Ooh, I kicked out the Lakers game. <laughs> Can't stop. 
<laughs> Can't <laughs> stop getting kicked out of the Lakers game. Flipped <laughs> off a bird and now I'm <laughs> now insane. Now I'm insane. <laughs> Basketball, no great. Communicator. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. This is... This is one of those bits of news. Sitting down with Flea at the game. Gonna <laughs> make a play and yell at the guy. <laughs> hey, Enduring Intermission. Can Who did you he yell at? me up here? <laughs> <laughs> Who did uh, he yell at? He yelled at um, Rondo. Rondo? Yeah, the, that's the last Rondo, name. Rondo, play better. <laughs> I feel like I feel like we could just go on and on with this one. <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is just it just gave me like such a really good chuckle, man. Yep. And did you see his outfit too as well? That's like the most ridiculous getup that he could wear. It's like a track. Eh, d- I'm, At least this time cl- he was wearing a yeah, shirt. Yeah, it was clothes. <laughs> he was wearing clothes. That's ridiculous. I expected him to show up with nothing but a Lakers sock on his uh, hoo-ha. But his hair looked like it was flat ironed. Yeah. And he was wearing glasses and he had a hat on, which for me, just seeing him with a hat was weird. I don't know why. <laughs> seeing him wear clothes. It's just weird in general. Yeah. Oh, man. We need to find the quote that Flea said here on his Instagram. All right. So Flea took to Instagram to post about the event. At the Lakers game last night with my dear brother, it got crazy at the end, but man, I get so satisfied. Deeply drinking in the depth and beauty of the game. (laughs) People operating at a high level in so many dimensions. Cerebral, physical, spiritual, emotional, unspoken and telepathic communication. I truly love basketball with my heart, heart, heart. This photo by my (laughs) brethren. Abita Jefferson. <laughs> Basketball's a cool sport. Yeah, it is. I like the way they dribbled the ball up and down the court. <laughs> I don't know. It's just funny because that's, that's a total flea thing to say. That, that, that is. That is like total California vibes right there, man. Yeah. We had, we had some fun tonight. Things got a little out hand. But guess what? Everything's okay. We're still friends in this great cosmic universe. That's right, brah. Oh man, I just I can't believe that's a legit tweet. And uh, that's the kind of tweet I wish I could see more of, especially right now during election time. Ooh, brother. You know what? Also, kind of a lot of tweets that I've been getting recently are recommendations for just really bad shows that I don't want to go to. Oh. So I think I got a like I showed you one. I got one for Greta Van Fleet. Yeah, which I've, I've got well the same established. one. That I have no interest in that. It was some like old school. What band. you don't, <laughs> John? They're changing rock. They're revi- revitalizing rock and roll music. You have to go see them. <laughs> it, it was like somebody like. Remember what know. you loved? It's back. <laughs> I'm t- totally, totally, totally off on a, another. They sing about now. young girls growing up and taking the family ox to the farm on a journey. <laughs> you know when Led Zeppelin was singing about Mama? I think they're actually singing about their mamas because it's past their bedtime. Oh. oh. Okay, no more Greta Van Fleet. <laughs> no, no, but 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 seriously, I, I you think I they'll go. I think it was out like a Led Zeppelin. That's who it was. It was disturbed. <laughs> do, you, do you think they'll go out like a Led Zeppelin? <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, oh, that's so good. Ooh, oh. snap, 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 snap. Oh man, I'm gonna tweet that right now. Yeah, yeah, please do. I will retweet it, and all of you who are listening to this right now should do the same. Thanks. Go and find it out. You're the only one who does. <laughs> so yeah no i got served up a recommendation to see disturbed and i thought it was really funny too because all the footage they showed is him playing without the <laughs> the the chin piercing <laughs> was he able to sing right okay so he's like i sing like this hello again <laughs> get up come on get down with the sickness with the chin strap. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. Get up, come on, get down with the sickness. <laughs> I get stupefied. 
<laughs> He's singing those heavy metal songs like Pavarotti or something. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I was like, why am I being served up this? I've never tweeted anything about them, and I've never made any kind of inclination to the Twitter algorithm that I like them. That, I don't like this ad button, I press that probably more than anything else on Twitter these days. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, but anyway, we do have one more news story. Sorry for getting sidetracked there, folks. We're, we've been having a good time, and this coffee just really hits the spot, man. Let it's me good. Mm-hmm. So, at one point, talk about worlds colliding here, Marvel put out hip-hop variants oh, yeah, of so their I comic book covers. So, they covered everybody from, you know, Notorious B.I.G., A Tribe Called Quest, all that kind of stuff. Well, now they're bringing those covers back for new editions of vinyl. So, pretty much, you're going to have three LPs with the comic book style art on them for 50 cents Get Rich or Die Trying, Jizz's Liquid Swords, and LL Cool J's Mama Said Knock You Out. Now, that sounds pretty cool, right? Hey, awesome. That's, you know, that's that's a really cool way to kind of give uh, some more spotlight to some classic hip-hop albums, although for me, I'm not a fan of 50 Cent. I, w- I would take out of those three, Jizz's Liquid Swords, Wu-Tang, represent. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> But these al- these vinyls come out on December 7th. My big, 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 big problem with them is that, <laughs> oh, boy, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. Would you pay, Adam, $40 for a 20-year-old record to be reissued? How much? $40. For a 20-year-old record? Yes. Depends on the record. Would you pay... $60 for that same record. Probably not. Exactly. And this, and the reason why I bring this up is because this is just one of those great opportunities where a business saw an opportunity to take advantage of uh, emptying out your wallets. That's way, way too much money. Way, way too much money. And these are limited release too, of course. So there's only maybe 3,000 printed of them as well. But I'm not a fan of this in general. These albums have been out for such a long time. You can definitely get them for a lot cheaper. And of course, this is my plug too for people to go out and buy these records at record stores too, as opposed to whatever site this is. Well, this might this might be through Marvel's site. Let me see. Let me see. Um, no, it's Urban Legends. I have no idea what that is. For a second, I thought it said Urban Outfitters, and I was like, why is Urban Outfitters selling this? But anyway, I think this is just kind of a jip of a thing to do. And I hate this kind of stuff personally because really it's not necessary. Like these are classic albums that don't need to be like milked even further by charging twice the price or three times the price for them just to have a cool limited edition cover. Yeah, that's and that's lame. And, and that's all there is to it as well. It's not like you get some added tracks or you get some added artwork. It's just a cover, which is just really disappointing. Now, I mean, the limited edition LPs, I think, have some differences. But yeah, but it's not worth the price. Yeah, no, it's not. I, I, I'd I, rather just buy like a print of the, um, whatchamacallit, oops. I'd rather just buy a print of the cover like for 20 bucks and just call it at that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, although I'm sure there's some people who would buy the vinyl variant of the recent Greta Van Fleet album. (laughs) God rest their soul. God bless their souls. Let me tell you what. Sorry. This is just going to be a running gag for us for a while now, I think. Your record player goes, did you mean to play Lad Zeppelin? (laughs) The record player just explodes. (laughs) I want to open a record store and people can order Greta Van Fleet's for album and i just send them led zeppelin's first album instead like i'm sorry i sent the wrong album no, <laughs> no you i knew i no. sent the right one it was greta van fleet yep that's greta van uh, fleet yeah there it is <laughs> or just give them greta van fleet but inside is led zeppelin oh there you go they won't be able to tell difference <laughs> exactly <laughs> sorry it's too easy it's too easy way way too easy man 
Mm. Way, way too easy, man. Uh, so I'm getting down to my last little bit of coffee. Same. I'm having a good time here, but I think it's time for some final, final grounds. <laughs> Insert laser effects here. That sounds like you're drinking out of a straw. Oh, yeah, it does. Yeah, you're right. It kind of does. Oh, maybe that's what we should do. Final grounds. <laughs> 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 or is that obnoxious? I don't know if I could do that. Why do you do nope, that, nope, George? Do Every it. time you take a drink. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so guilty of doing that all the time. <laughs> all the time. I know, but I, I love it. I look forward to it. Aww. Speaking of Seinfeld, actually, uh, there's a Seinfeld reference <sighs> in the Spider-Man game. Is there? Yes, there is. Wow. There is. It's at, at one point, uh, Joe J and Jameson, Joe J, J, Jonah Jameson is basically talking about like the villain that's been captured and everything like that. And he gives him a nickname and he's like, oh, that's brilliant. That That's gold, Jerry, gold. Ah. So, <laughs> hey, it makes sense. It's in New York. You know, you, you got to do that. Yeah, they're walking here. They're walking here. Oh, man. So there's... I know we say this every week, but just like it's just been nonstop lately, man. I don't think there's been a lull of good music in quite some time. Uh, no, there's it keeps on coming and it don't stop coming. I'm gonna recommend Open Mike Eagles' new album. Nice, oh, nice. Thank you. It's called What Happens When I Try to Relax. It's a six-song LP EP, whatever the current trend is, and releasing music the six i, I think it all songs. depends on how long the songs are right yeah i mean these are pretty good three four minute five minute songs so it's okay. really good i love open mike eagle he's very smart intelligent extremely mm. nerdy kind of just he's a good rapper Wait, we, and, we like nerdy people and <laughs> one of my favorite tweets he ever wrote is uh, it's your responsibility to make to make me more popular than little dicky so go support <laughs> open mike eagle because he's intelligent has great lyrics smart and doesn't feature chris brown in his music videos oh yeah yeah and he's not little dicky yeah yeah (laughs) yeah no no i've mentioned this artist previously and it turns out i actually said her name incorrect the first time i had mentioned her Mm. so it's not nana cherry it's nana cherry (laughs) you sound so sure of yourself here's the thing adam you know me Week in and week out, I just butcher names Nana? constantly. Hey, I'm right there with you. Nana, like, what's the person who sings 99 Red Balloons? 99 Red Balloons. 99 Oof Doof Balloons, right? That's Goldfinger, right? <laughs> yeah, it's Goldfinger. <laughs> Nina. That's what I'm That's, that's, that's what Nina. Is. So yeah. this is Nana. Yeah, Nana. Yeah. Okay. So she just dropped a new album last week called Broken Politics. Pretty self-explanatory, a very political album through and through Hmm. she's got some just really standout avant-garde pop songs on here that just really keep you guessing and are kind of hard to quantify at some points i've really really enjoyed this album very political very much about the social environment that we are in but she's just so you talked about your artist being so intelligent she is too and this album is actually produced by fortet too as well so he provides some really great production values on it too fancy I want to recommend the new Royal Trucks song called Everyday Swan. Um, Royal Trucks are back. They're just as good as they were. Who are they? Royal Trucks, they're like a, like a 90s like garage punk kind of band. Very mm. in your face, very aggressive. Very. Gotcha. I think you'd like them. They're fun. Okay, so is it like kind of like Super Chunk? A um, little more harder than super chunk i would gotcha. say probably um okay. he what's his name neil haggerty he used to he's in this band called the howling hacks he used to work oh, with uh right. john spencer and john that's spencer right. blues explosion yeah yeah so it's his band and it's a really good so i think okay. they have a new album coming out but the new song is called everyday swan and it's really good cool i'll have to check it out hey i found this one randomly off of uh there's you know i try and broaden my horizons with all different music sites out there uh, you ever go to the site gorillaversusbear.net? I've heard of it. Well, they always offer up some pretty unique 
artist recommendations, and they recommended a female artist called Lou Hader. And she just dropped a new single pretty recently called Cherry on Top. And that's just, it's like one of those delightful electronic pop songs that just goes down nice and easy. Like, I'm surprised this song came out now. I feel like this would have really done better in the summertime. Mm -hmm. But still, it's a really strong pop song through and through. And I'm very excited to see what her full album is going to be. I don't, I didn't, when I looked around, I wasn't really seeing any information when that's going to come out. But I'm intrigued, very, very intrigued. Um, I want to recommend the song Treasure by Sampha. It's off the Beautiful Boy motion picture soundtrack that's coming out. It's got Steve Carell. It's got the guy from another album we talked about, Call Me By Your Name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so it's a really good song. I need to find out more about this movie. I don't think this is the one with Steve Carell. He's like playing with toys, right? No, 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 that's, um, that's got like one word. It's a one-word title. I yeah, remember what it's called. The soundtrack is pretty pretty stacked too. It's got him. It's got Mogwai. It's got David Bowie. Mogwai. Yeah. Really? John Lennon's hmm. on it. Aphex Twin. Oh, interesting. Yeah. So it's wait, pretty... Aphex Twin? Yeah, Nanu Two. What? Yeah. Well, so... All right. I'm I'm intrigued now. Yeah. I'm very very intrigued. I never thought I'd hear a Aphex Twin song in a Steve Carell movie. Well, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. So my final one that I've got, of course. Typical John, gotta talk about the electronic artists. (laughs) But this one's actually a pretty interesting electronic artist because they meld a lot of different types of electronic music together. Everything from synth, ambient, to pop. This is the newest EP from Peaking Lights called Sea of Sand. It's just one of those kind of great records that you could just put on from beginning to end while you're just driving somewhere it's just got this really great kind of what's the word that i'm looking for kind of like ambient vibe to it throughout without like being full on brian eno Hmm. but it's very very enjoyable ep and i'm i've never really listened to this band before i think i've heard their name here or there but they've got a lot of stuff so i'm very curious to check out the rest of their stuff I think this is a really, really solid EP that people should check out. And to your earlier point, this is an EP that's 40 minutes long, so it's practically an album. Nice. Um, the last track I'll recommend is by Sunshine and the Rain. It's called Just the Way It Goes. It's very 80s-sounding drum machine. It's, it's a very fun track. I have it stuck in my head. So I, check it that out. That sounds like something I would like. Yeah, you would definitely like it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you, you, you know me, man. Anything with electronics, I'm always willing to give a chance. Yeah. So, watch Greta Van Fleet puts out their next album with electronic <laughs> music. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, mama gonna play the songs on the keyboard now. Gonna make some synth sounds. Wow, wow. Gonna wow. take some samples and a turn out now. <laughs> <laughs> like. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I, I, I know we're wrapping up here, but I'm not gonna apologize for not liking this band. <laughs> sorry sorry i i don't I, I don't want to make it seem like i despise them i just i don't know they're not different strokes for different folks yeah that's that, that's they really are not it. for us <laughs> that, that's like we say all the time here folks i understand that there's probably some people listening who who hate how much we bash them but really i'm it it didn't do anything Ho- for me hopefully I will say this. I will say this. Yeah. I will end this on a positive note. I think they're probably better than some of the other rock revival bands we've had before, like Jet. Yes, infinitely better than Jet. Yeah, like um, Louis the Fourteenth was ugh, just garbage too. Um, I I don't know if they're like the darkness level. Like I think that first album, The Darkness, was pretty solid if I remember. Mm-hmm. I haven't listened to it in ages. It, it by is. The way. It's good. It is? Okay. Yeah. Alright. I was hoping I wasn't just pulling something out of thin air there. But yeah, no, I just I don't know. I mean, it's why we have these discussions, right? Mm-hmm. We try not to harp on these things. And I think we try to be as fair as possible. But it just ugh, the lyrics are what broke me, man. I was not even gonna lie, I was very close to giving it a stream it prior to really taking a deeper dive into the lyrics. I, if I, I think, hadn't... I, and I think the thing is, the going to your point, the lyrics coming out of people who are 22, 20, 19 years old, like, it just doesn't make sense. And, like, no one sings like that anymore either, which yeah. is which is what I can't handle either. 
Yeah. And then it just seems so forced because you're singing about the same things that Led Zeppelin did. But mm-hmm. anyways. Yeah, I know. it. It's interesting because I feel like we can go on and on about this band. Yeah, but there's other bands that are coming out with music next week. Yes. So before we kind of fade out here, because I know we're almost at the very end of our spool of tape here. I know Tom York has Suspiria coming out soon. Ooh. The uh, soundtrack to Suspiria. Then there's also a new album from Robin, too, that's been getting a lot of buzz leading up to it. And have you ever listened to any of her stuff? I have not. She's got some really great stuff. She's probably, I'll, I'll play some stuff for you on, on, in the car later on here. Uh, she's done stuff with uh, Royksop before, you know, a Swedish duo. Hmm. So, yeah, this, this is an album that I'm very, very excited to listen to. I, I feel like we can go either way with this. I really don't know too much more about the horizon though. Yeah, I'm looking at this one release and there's nothing really crazy coming out tomorrow. Um a known mortal orchestra is playing out a new album tomorrow. Oh yeah? yeah. Okay. Saves the day. Okay, sure. Oh boy, yeah, sure. Let's let's do Saves the Day. Uh I haven't listened not. to Saves the Day since middle school probably. Oh man. Um, Tenacious D is putting out an album on November second, yeah. Interesting. Oh, November 9th we got Jeff Goldblum's jazz album. Oh my god. I, I, think, have to we, talk. I think we have to talk about that. <laughs> oh, Jay Mascus, same day too, so maybe we'll do that. Okay. Um oh God. Coming November sixteenth we've got Mumford and Sons. I will wait, <laughs> I will wait for you. Hey John, <laughs> I, I learned how to do a roll on a banjo. It goes Now let me just Um Oh yeah. Smashing Pumpkins. It's putting out a new album. Wait, they are? Yep. Shiny and oh so bright. Volume one LP. No past, no future, no sun. Sure. Yep. <laughs> Muse is putting on a new album. Oh, oh, that might be another trash it. <laughs> That's how he sounds. I hope a reputation. There's actually um one song that I actually really do like by them that almost sounds kind of like a Bond song. Can't remember the name of the title because it's just very generic. Mm. But that's that's about it. Sorry, I, 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 that's another band I never really got into. Yeah, and there were, and I know quite a few people that are like crazy about them. Yeah, isn't Tool also coming out with a new album too? I at some point, yeah. Okay, all right. I mean, so there's 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 things on the horizon, right? Yeah, okay. we got some stuff. Okay, um, yeah. So I also just kind of wanted to give a little shout out to somebody here to uh mr adam himself actually i just wanted to say thank you to you buddy because it's been about one year now that we've been doing this it's been one year (laughs) since we began broadcasting (laughs) sitting in my room recording (laughs) (laughs) so i i feel like we might have to do something right a celebration yeah or or maybe a special episode with a couple of guests oh hmm it could be fun. We we, might. we 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 might already know what we're talking about right here, but we got to keep you guys uh, wanting. The other two people who listen to our podcast, <laughs> um, and I'm glad they do listen. I, I yes, think, I think my every, friends. <laughs> I think they're going to be in for a very special treat. I think that's going to be a very interesting episode. Oh Lord! <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll bring our good times and our laughter too, because we're going to celebrate and have a party with you. Cheers. Say- Mm. You got that one final drop, bro. One final, one final drop. Mm. 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 Perfection. Perfection. You know what else is perfection? This episode of Grounds <laughs> for Discussion. discussion. We say bye.